Hey everyone, welcome to the Refuel Team Fairchild podcast. Our goal with this podcast is for Team Fairchild to get to know each other, our support programs, and to increase our sense of community and development. Every episode, we will be sitting down with people from around the base and learning about them and their keys to success. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Refuel Team Fairchild podcast. We're coming at you again with another installment of the quick trip, the top up, and we're sitting down again with Mrs. Don Altmeyer. Don, we've got already got some good stuff from you. Let's keep it going. What do you got for us today? What do we need to exercise? We need to exercise a lot of things, but today we're going to talk about, uh, in unconscious bias, we call it horns and halo effect. In crucial conversations, we talk about victimizing and villainizing people. So, however we want to... Victimizing and villainizing, huh? Ooh, that could... uh, I'm sure a lot of us could play both of those from time to time, perhaps. So, let's let's dive into it. What what do we need to know? So, what we need to know first is what it is. So, as humans, when we have things that are going on in our lives, we like to play the victim. And whether we know it or not, we do it. But whenever someone else does something that may be similar or even the exact same thing, we tend to villainize them. And this comes from an attribution error that we have in ourselves. So, for example, if I'm driving down the highway and I cut somebody off in traffic, notice that I do it, I will have a tendency, because I'm human, to blame the environment or blame the circumstances. So I might say something like, well, that person shouldn't have been driving in my quarter panel. They were in my blind spot. So Mm -hmm. that's on them. Or, you know, hey, they were just behind me. They changed lanes too soon. But I will not blame my bad driving or lack of paying attention. (laughs) But if I'm driving down the highway and someone else cuts me off, I might have a tendency to blame their attribution. So they're a careless driver. They're not paying attention to the road. I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt that I might have been driving in their quarter panel. No, no. I have to make them a villain so that I can be the victim, maybe even a martyr. Like, look what you did to me. Uh, And we have this from this attribution error where we tend to, when other people do things, we blame attributes about them and we don't look at the environment that might have led up to why they behaved in the way that they did. But when it comes to ourselves, you know, We put our halo on, so we assign horns to others, and we put our little halo on and shuffle it, and we will look at external factors that caused us to behave the way that we behaved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know I'm kind of guilty of that from time to time in in driving instances for sure. So so what do we do? How do we we figure this out? Uh, So first we have to look at the whole story. You know, what's going on? We kind of go back to what we talked about before. What else could this mean? Uh, give people the benefit of the doubt. So when someone does something, kind of pausing before you, you know, get mad or get frustrated or say something that you can't take back, ask, you know, am I pretending not to notice my role in this? So was, you know, I not paying attention? Did I not look over my shoulder and check my blind spot when I'm down, running down the highway uh, when I'm doing this? And then am I giving that other person the same courtesy? So accepting your role in whatever's going on and really um, giving other people the benefit of the doubt. So when someone does something, instead of just jumping straight into that attribution error, asking yourself, is there something that I may have missed that is going on with them? Because when we villainize someone and, and we see it so much in the media right now, and um, no matter what we're on, 
conversations become polarizing. And once they're polarized, then it is a victim villain. One group has to be the victim. One group has to be the villain. Uh, if you watch like TV shows like Survivor, they even made one of the Survivor episodes off of villains versus heroes. And it was just based yeah. off of how people played the game. And some people yeah. were a little, you know, kinder and other people were in it to win it kind of thing. And we labeled them villains and yeah. then we make whole shows off of it. If you watch any of these TV shows like America's Got Talent or any of those, a lot of times we're not voting for their talent. We're voting for the backstory that they told us that, you know, they lost a parent when they were younger, they survived cancer, they have all these things and they pull at your heartstrings. Yeah. And then they end up winning the talent show. And it's not solely based off of their talent. It's how big of a victim were they at some point in life to something, you know, yeah. you're a victim of cancer, you're a victim of divorce, you're a victim of these things. And really it's part of life. It's like, but we get so polarized on things that we are starting to be victims for whatever it is that you know we're doing and villainizing other people because we're blaming their attributes and not the environment that might have caused their behavior. Okay. So... I'm guessing if, if you're like me sometime throughout the week, this probably happens possibly on a daily basis, possibly more, <laughs> possibly less. Okay. So, so we're, as we go through this next week, the idea is to pump the brakes emotionally, take a step back and think through and okay, what if, what if, what, what if that person just wasn't paying attention because their mind's on whatever. And they were driving to my blind spot. Right. What if, what, what would make it not acceptable, but what would make it humanize them? Yep. Humanize. That's what I was just going to say <laughs> yeah. is how do we humanize the other? And one really great way is if I had done it, why would I have done that? And then we can start opening our minds to other behavior. doesn't mean we don't hold people accountable. But right. we are giving them before we yell at someone, yell at our kids for something or, you know especially for those poor parents who are homeschooling right now and <laughs> you're trying to juggle their job and homeschool, you know, fifth grade and first grade and you know, ninth grade, <laughs> depending on the age gap of your kids, you're trying to do all of these things. And it can get very, you know, you're a victim of COVID where you've got all these other stressors on you. And, yeah. and there are a lot of other parents and it's like, okay, well, if I had done this, what would have pushed me to that point? And that allows us to humanize because we've humanized ourselves. Yeah. But we like to take other people and put them into groups of, you know, selfish. So if someone comes in late to work, you may be like, oh, they're irresponsible. You know, they're uh, mismanaging their time. They're doing all these things. But as soon as you walk in, it's like, well, you know, I hit road construction and there was a traffic jam. And mm -hmm. then, you know, somebody did something at the gate and all the traffic was backed up. And the other person were quick to say, well, you should have just got up earlier or, you know, we, we come up with all these things. Oh, I see that you're late, but you still have, you know, Burger King in your hand. Yeah, and so we have all these things and we instantly go to the attribute of this person just doesn't care or they're unconcerned with things. Whereas with me, I'm this benevolent person who really tried to get to work on time, mm -hmm. but didn't. So kind of step out and say, okay, if I were in these person's shoes and how do we do that? Talk to people. Like, why yes. did you do that? You know, how did you come to this conclusion? Or we talked about it before, someone cuts you off instead of, you know, they're a selfish driver. 
hey, maybe I was driving in their quarter panel. Maybe not. Maybe they are just a bad driver. I mean, there are bad drivers on the planet, but you don't have to villainize everybody that you come across when they do something you don't like. You know, put it to politics right now on all the things that we're divided on. We make the other side, no matter which side you're on, the other side is everything that is wrong with the earth right now. And mm. our side are these benevolent angels that are going around trying to make everything peaceful. And it's <laughs> funny if you just kind of stand like I do and just listen to both sides. I'm like, you guys are kind of saying the same thing, but you're so busy trying to keep up this persona of this group of people wears horns and this group of people wears angels. And then we don't, and if someone has angel, you know, they got their angel wings and their yeah. little halo on, we tend to put that towards everything. Well, they couldn't do this because look at how great they are at this. And the yeah. other side, once you put the horns on someone, well, they can't be good because they had horns on for this one. So we put them <laughs> into these groups and just kind of leave them there and sit back and, scowl or smile depending on which group you happen to be looking at wow wow that's that's a definitely important one that i think we all could probably <clears throat> at least be aware of whether it, whether we see it because we're listening to a conversation or seeing it on tv or just seeing the, those sorts of biases and being able to take a take it that step back and get the full picture yeah yeah get so. a little bit of empathy i like it yeah I and like if you're it. watching those shows turn it on mute or Fast forward, whatever you need to do through the sad stories and then see if you would still rate people on their talent the same when your heartstrings haven't been pulled. I started mm. doing that for fun and <laughs> I have found that my my talent meter shifted when I don't have an empathy because I know their backstory. So that's interesting because while the empathy story was playing, you knew it. You could recognize it yep. and even recognizing it it still got to you at some level. Yep. Huh. Wow. Yeah, because that's they were a victim and you want you want to be helpful. You, yeah. And that's that's kind of the other side of it is when it has nothing to do with you and you're just a third party watching it. It's like, oh, they went through so much. They deserve this. And it's like, mm, a lot of people go through a lot of things. But this is a talent competition, not a sad story competition. So when I stopped right. doing that, I found that who I said had the best talent was very different when I didn't hear backstories. Like, so you know, practice on yourself yeah. and see. If I had a uh, technology that was capable of fast forwarding <laughs> through that stuff, I would definitely do that. I love DVR. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You heard Mrs. Allmeyer. This is a task this week. Uh, as you're going through that stuff, maybe your uh, blood pressure is starting to raise a little bit. For whatever reason, maybe you see somebody that is the um, the halo or the horns, or maybe that, I hate to say it, maybe it's us sometimes. I know I'm guilty of it. Take that step back, pump the brakes, and uh, empathize a little bit. See where that gets you. Let us know. Uh, we're going to have an email here in just a second. And let us know how you like this episode. Give us your feedback. All right? You guys take care. Well, that's it for this episode of Refuel Team Fairchild. If you have show ideas, people you'd like to hear from, or if you'd like to be on the podcast, contact us at fafbcaa at gmail.com.